Welcome to the Soulful Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Calwart, and this is a space to reconnect to God's truth for your life so you can spiritually fill up and face the demands of each day on His firm foundation. I'm so thankful that you're on this journey with me and pray that today's episode really encourages you. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that your day is going great so far. I have been enjoying extra time outside with my son, taking him to the library and exposing him to as much nature as possible. We live uh, in the woods, as many of you know. And so he has been just enjoying being outside, being all boy, throwing rocks, throwing discs. He loves disc golfing um, with my husband. It's really cute. And just exploring in the woods. And it's hilarious. He has to be barefoot. If I put shoes on him, he wants to take the shoes off. He throws them off and he's walking around barefoot. And, you know, I don't really mind because he's grounding. He's getting in all of those good electrons from the earth and I'm just letting him do his thing. So it's been really fun to just continue to be out in nature as much as possible and just slow down. I take these little breaks throughout my day just to go outside with him to get some sunlight for myself, to disconnect from my phone, which is so important, especially as someone who works primarily from their phone. Disconnecting from it on a regular basis can feel really good, along with setting parameters around when I go on my phone. So I actually don't even open up my social media apps until around 10 a.m., and then they all go off around 6 p.m. And that is kind of my daily parameters when it comes to when I engage on social media. And that has been really healthy for my mental health. And not only that, I have been able to just be more present in those times when I'm not on my phone. And then also, again, taking those deliberate breaks, just go outside, have this on my face, breathe, pray, stretch, go for walks. It feels so good. I highly recommend taking a digital detox if you haven't in a while. Uh, And maybe even just putting some boundaries around when you're going on your screen, because it truly can make all the difference in knowing that dopamine is lowered the more and more and more that we use screen time and these apps and that in order to really get that natural rush of dopamine and serotonin, the feel-good hormones again, sometimes we have to take a break from those vices and what feels good to our flesh. And we have to be disciplined and diligent. And it feels incredible when you can kind of get past that little hump of, okay, I'm going through some withdrawals. I want to check my email. I want to check social media and then actually get on the other side of that. And many people tell me they attest that then it's like they truly want nothing to do with their phone. And it feels so good just to be off of it, to be in the present moment. So if this is your sign to try a digital detox, I highly, highly recommend. So for today's episode, this was actually inspired by someone asking me a question uh, regarding being on their podcast. And I wanted to break this down because I thought it was a great question and clearly something that I need to shed some light on because his question was this, why does it seem like Christianity created a dichotomy between our bodies and our spirits? And why is that harmful? So I first want to start with, I grew up in theology that our mind, our body, and our spirit are all deeply connected. 
thankfully. So obviously other people may have been taught differently, or they just have a perception about Christianity that the mind, the body, the spirit is taught that it is all disconnected. But when we look at scripture, scripture tells us a different story because the Bible describes us as soul, body, and spirit. And you cannot dissect a human being and separate the three. Everything is interconnected. That is where the word holistic comes from. It relates to the belief that the parts of something are intimately interconnected and explicable only by reference to the whole. We cannot separate the effects of our living and thinking from our physical well-being. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs 4, 20-22, Listen, son of mine, to what I say. Listen carefully. Keep these thoughts ever in mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart, for they mean real life for you and radiate health. Right there. What does that describe? It is describing the mind-body connection. So just as God is three in one, creator, Christ, Holy Spirit, humans were created as three parts, body, mind, and spirit. Thessalonians 5.23, may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of your Lord Jesus Christ. When our thoughts change, our bodies change. I talk about this all the time on my Instagram page at Sam underscore Calawar. Our positive and negative beliefs impact every area of our lives, but in particular, our nervous system, which then impacts our body, right? Neuroscience shows us this. Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is one of my favorite verses, by the way, Uh, just showing once again that what you believe, what you think, you become. Proverbs 17, 22, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So the Bible tells us that everything you receive by God, you receive spiritually, you receive it in your heart first, and then it manifests as healing on the outside or within your body. Romans 10, for with the heart man believes. So first you believe it, then your belief or change in mindset, right, brings it into the natural world where we can see it and feel it. So our creator has already masterfully tied the pieces of our being together in perfect wholeness. And I love this one, Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So again, God is telling us to shift our focus on positive thoughts. Proverbs 4.23, keep your guard, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance for out of it flows the springs of life. So as you can see in scripture right there, I just gave several specific verses of God telling us that he created us as holistic beings, mind, body, and spirit, and gave us this powerful mechanism for shifting our physiology, which is faith and belief in our thoughts. And 
understanding this, knowing this, that what is within our heart, as a man thinketh, so is he, what is in our mind, we become. He also gave us a powerful mechanism for releasing and clearing this, which is our breath. Our breath is our number one tool for bringing us back into the present moment, calming the mind, calming the body. And then of course, you know, I teach a circular connected breath modality that helps us to then release trauma from the body, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger. It opens up the heart and really creates a clearing there and deepens that mind-body connection. So why would God give us this mechanism of circular connected breath that quite literally has the ability to do within one session what 12 years of therapy uh, does? Why would he give us that mechanism and ability with our breath if it wasn't for him knowing and creating us in a holistic manner of the mind, the body, and the spirit being deeply interconnected, right? Breath alone can allow us to liberate trauma from the body in a really powerful way. And of course, Christ alone can liberate and free us from the bondage of our past and from trauma. And in an instant, he can heal us supernaturally. That is also possible. The wonders and the miracles and the signs that God, that Jesus performed and his disciples and his apostles back then, they happen now as well. And how do I know that? Because I've experienced it myself. And I know many people who have experienced miraculous healings as well in the name of Jesus Christ alone. So we have a powerful way to heal And that is, of course, through Jesus, through Christ. But understanding that oftentimes our unbelief is stronger than our faith because faith is what plants the ability for this gift, this anointing gift of healing to then manifest on the outside of our bodies. But oftentimes we have unbelief, we have doubt, we have pessimism, We are feeling the pain, for example, or we're thinking about our traumas, our triggers, and we fall back into doubt. And doubt always comes from the enemy. There is a war on our minds and it is coming from the enemy. Just a quick break to let you know that this show is completely listener sponsored. So if you feel called, support the Soulful Production and Outreach. You can now donate to the show on Patreon or Venmo. But leaving a five-star review also counts as a contribution if you cannot get financially right now. So I'm going to leave the links within the show notes to do so. And truly, your support means so much. And so knowing that, understanding that, along with the fact that Satan will quite literally blind unbelievers. So in Corinthians 4, 3, In their case, the God of this age, which is Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So a lot of times there is no faith at all because the enemy has completely blinded us from the fact that Jesus can heal. He wants to heal We have to go to him, but instead of going to him first and having that faith and praying anointing over our healing and going to the church elders and asking them for prayer and deliverance and healing, 
we go to the world. This is what I talked about in uh, my episode, Seeking the World versus Seeking God, where we automatically go to culture and to other people to quote unquote save us and to think that we can receive healing that way or this huge self-healing movement of just trying to receive the healing from ourselves. But that is not possible. We need Jesus. We need God for that whole body healing. And of course, there, you know, our body is a self-healing mechanism. And there are instances where you're going to be able to heal a broken bone or a scrape on your finger. Your body is self-healing. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about something you've been dealing with for a really long time and it's been inflicting you mind, body, and spirit. And You've tried everything under the sun and it's not working, right? This is when you go to God. And honestly, you should be going to God first. Um, that was my experience. Also understanding that there are often dark spiritual forces, demonic entities that are at play that often will try to attack, again, our mind, our body, our spirit, and they will cause random mystery symptoms within our physical body, like chronic depression, chronic anxiety, chronic illness of some sort. Uh, And so that's where deliverance is really important. And receiving that deliverance and then healing, asking for forgiveness, really going to God. And sometimes I have literally watched um, different reels on Instagram. I should post some of these in the show notes of people who are believers who are being delivered from demonic spirits that are, again, attached to their body, either from birth or childhood, or they have come in through a trauma because, again, the enemy will get us when we're down, when we're weak, there's an open door and that's when um, he will come in and try to attack some area of our lives or our bodies, our physical health. And these people have to literally be delivered from this spirit that is causing a physical affliction within their body. So it's something, of course, spiritually that is there or is attacking your mind or your heart that is then causing the physical manifestation right there again, showing the mind-body connection, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how deep this really goes. And of course, if we are saved, if we have accepted Jesus into our hearts, if we have uh, opened the door to the knock of Jesus wanting to be in relationship with us and wanting to guide our lives, for him to be the savior of our lives, and knowing that once we've accepted that invitation and we've created that relationship with him, we are saved and we are going to heaven. So it's not a question if you're not going to heaven or not, but while we're on earth, the enemy will try to attack you in any way possible. He knows that he doesn't have your soul, but he will still try to make your life as miserable as possible. So I wanted to touch on that fact as well. And then looking at unforgiveness. So scientifically, we know that unforgiveness is linked to higher instances of stress, of heart disease, of high blood pressure, lowered immune system, anxiety, depression, all of these different health-related issues according to John Hopkins' study. So what is unforgiveness? Unforgiveness is holding on to bitterness within our hearts, bitterness towards ourselves, towards others in our past that have hurt us right? And so what does the Bible say about unforgiveness? The Bible says, an unforgiving spirit 
not only fails to solve anything, but it acts like poison on our souls. You cannot harbor anger and bitterness in your heart without bringing great harm to yourself. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, 15, see to it that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Again, showing the mind-body connection that what you are harboring in your mind, your heart, your spirit is going to directly affect your body. And then we know that bitterness is truly a deadly malignancy of the soul. It's poisonous venom. It destroys physically and spiritually. And many people I know deal with church hurt or religious trauma You have been hurt by someone in the church in your past. And you know what? This is me too. So I can raise my hand here. But when I heard this quote, I was like, ooh, that really cuts to the truth of it. It was this. Many people reject Jesus because of bad experiences with religious people. But here's the thing. Jesus had bad experiences with religious people too. In fact, they killed him. People will let you down. Jesus won't. That really hit me right in my soul when I heard that. And it's so, so true. Knowing that unforgiveness is truly like poison as it talks about in the Bible. And so forgiving, forgiving others from your past is so important, not only to become free from your past and cut that cord of bondage, to another, but also for the very fact that you are then releasing poison that may be festering in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind, in your body. And then lastly, I posted today on Instagram about the mind-body connection when it comes to anxiety and gratitude. So recent studies show us that gratitude and anxiety cannot coexist. You cannot be in a state of gratitude and within a state of anxiety at the same time. So if you struggle with anxiety, starting a morning gratitude practice is something you should definitely be incorporating. And the Bible tells us this about anxiety. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God. So we have a Bible verse from over 2,000 years ago that has now been proven by science. Once again, going back to the mind-body connection. And I want to leave you with one more story that really encompasses the importance of faith and belief through it all for physical healing of your body. Looking at Mark 5, 25 through 34, Jesus, to give you some context, was healing. He was speaking, he was healing, and it says this, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. 
Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. So there were likely hundreds, maybe even thousands, who knows, of people around touching Jesus. But this woman in particular, this story was told because of her faith, because of her belief to be healed. So when I heard this story, I really had to go within and ask myself, you know, where am I still holding on to unbelief for my own healing? Where am I still allowing the enemy to come in and plant seeds of doubt and confusion and disconnection and hurt and pain? And how can I weed that out and rely wholeheartedly on Jesus, on God to heal me? Knowing that along the way, he has given me these incredible tools like my breath and slowing down and mother nature and eating whole foods and moving my body in the right way to facilitate and help me through my healing but where am I still holding on to some unbelief? And, you know, I think we've just been programmed and conditioned within today's society that healing takes a long time, that the signs and the wonders and the miracles that happened 2000 years ago, that doesn't happen anymore. But the Bible tells us different. God told us that The healing, that gift of healing is within us all. And by his stripes, we are healed. Not back then, not 2000 years ago, but now that that is still occurring, that that is still available to us. And again, I have heard stories of healing that happens like that. And I believe it. And I've experienced some of that healing in different ways within myself. I described a story that I had this supernatural experience with the Holy Spirit a couple months ago, and he healed my vision, the blinders that the enemy had put on me about the truth, and that really shifted massively some paradigms uh, within my life, and it essentially allowed me to dismantle all the lies from the enemy uh, and this entanglement and bondage of the new age practices I was involved in. And I was able to come out of that. And I'm so thankful and I'm closer to God than I've ever been. And it feels so good. And I know I'm on the right path. And at the same time, I still feel like there's so much to learn. Like I want to get to the point where I have that unshakable faith. And for me, it's through continuing to meditate on scripture and fill my mind and my heart with scripture. And so that's why I'm giving you guys bits and pieces because it has helped inspire me so much 
to just come back to the promises and the truth that God gave us and knowing that the Bible is a supernatural book. It is alive. And when you hear certain verses and they just deeply penetrate your heart, your mind, your soul, that is the Holy Spirit giving you encouragement, inspiration, and truth that you need to continue on your path. And also, of course, God reminding you, you're not alone. I am here with you. I am holding you through this process, and I love you deeply. And so knowing that he just cares that much about us, even through the small valleys within our lives, that we can turn to him and that we don't have to do it alone, that you know we have this savior that we can rely on because it is exhausting to try to self-heal and to do it all by yourself. That whole, you can heal yourself, empower yourself, listen to your intuition, all of that. It is incredibly exhausting, and again, it keeps you disconnected from God because if you believe you have all the answers, you'll never open the Bible. (laughs) You know, you'll never go to church, and essentially that was the case for me. And so I hope that today's message inspired you, that scripture tells us the mind-body-spirit is very real, and that God created us as these holistic beings, three-in-one, mind, body, and spirit, just as he is creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit, because we are created in his image. And there is hope for your healing. And I promise you that the closer you grow to Christ, your faith for your healing, for miracles to unfold will also grow. So with that, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I look forward to being back with you If you felt uplifted, encouraged, and supported by today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. Your reviews help these messages reach more people that need to hear his truth. And if we're not already connected, you can find me on Instagram at Sam underscore Calor. I would love to say hi and hear from you in the DMs.